You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. And for the subject, let's say this or write this down why blame God amen so last week we talked about stop blaming God this week we're going to talk about why blame God and I gave you a list of verses and literally walked you through uh, the written word and showed you that much of what we are accusing God of we are causing upon ourselves so it's important before we just blame God We need to do a self-introspection and make sure that God is even in it. Sometimes we'll do things without his instruction, without his wisdom. And when things go away or don't go quite like we think they should, we immediately blame God. So one of the things we want to do, although there are certain things that God will allow, uh, we want to make sure that if it's God, it has to line up with this word. Uh, throughout, and I'll share this as we go on. I don't know, maybe we'll get to it on our third session, uh, if not the fourth. Uh, but we're also going to deal with, you know, why is there evil in the world? If there is a God, why is there evil? There's a reason uh, why evil exists. Uh, and I showed you last week, and I'll go back over it again today in James, that the Lord said, man, don't, don't tempt me. If you've been tempted with evil, that's not me. I cannot be tempted with evil. So right there in and of itself, we know that the evil that we see is not God. Amen. Uh, so let's just read this uh, for one of our, as one of our foundational scriptures. And we'll probably cap off at the conclusion of this series back in Proverbs chapter number three, where I showed you that when we acknowledge God and allow him to direct our paths, he will not only make them straight, but he will remove any obstacles that would prevent me from becoming successful. Let me say it again. When we honor God and when we acknowledge God and allow him to direct us, he will move any obstacles or barriers that would have struck me from reaching my goal or becoming successful. And I shared last week that the obstacles, uh, if I'm experiencing obstacles, they're not designed by God. No, God is a remover of obstacles. So if you have obstacles, God is not throwing them in your way. Is there, are there any Bible readers or anybody who have literally, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't know how many times I just listened to the CD uh, from last week, and it's, and it's, uh, it's important to that we constantly hear the word and, of course, declare the word back unto God whereby we can grow in our faith, uh, then songs are important. Just that's just a nugget. I was As I was getting ready this morning, I heard a, a psalmist singing. And just because a song may sound good, listen to the words because you don't want to have faith for the wrong thing. And in this song, the, the psalmist said, you know, God wants me to tell you uh, that what you're going through is necessary. Well, the Lord began, began to immediately, you know, deal with me with, the, you know, some things can be prevented. So, so, so everything, now when I say if it's God, then it has to line up with the word. So, uh, again, some things we're going through 
had I only sought God first, I could have bypassed all of this drama. So, so before I just start saying, God said this and this, no. So you mean tell me it's necessary for your husband to knock you upside your head for what? It's necessary for you to be at the the door of death to have a testimony. That's not the will of God. It's necessary for your kids to go without food, for you to go without shelter, for you to go without clothes, for you to go without provision. Why is that? Tell me why is that necessary? So we have to be careful before we just start blaming things on God. And see, and this is going to be hard for somebody who has been indoctrinated with the wrong type of thinking. But as I've always done, no, I walk you through scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept, rightly divided. Amen. Proverbs 19, verse 2 and 3. Uh, we had it up. Ready? Let's read. Enthusiasm without knowledge is not good. Let, hold on, let, let's, let's read that portion again. Enthusiasm without knowledge is good. So you come across an idea, you're excited, you're happy. This is it. This is that multi-billion dollar idea. Slow down. Impatience will get you into trouble. Some people ruin themselves. Hold Some people ruin themselves by their own stupid actions and then blame God. So here we see that some destructions, some downfalls are self-inflicted, but God gets the blame. Now, I show you, and uh, let, me, let me just, I have to read through it quickly. Last week uh, in Ezekiel, let me get Ezekiel 18, 23 through 29. I said this last week also, all around the world, we have countless of people avoiding re personal responsibility. And when things go wrong, they immediately blame God or someone else. There's always this pointing the finger at everyone but ourselves. I also share with you in Genesis chapter 3 or showed you that from the dawn of the day, from the beginning of time, man has been looking for somebody else to shift the blame. When the Lord confronted Adam he blamed who? Eve. When he went to Eve, she blamed who? The devil. And you will never change. You will never change. Your, circumst your circumstances will never change. Except you begin to take personal responsibility for your ability. I say it again. Your situation, your circumstances will remain the same until as an individual you begin to take personal responsibility for your ability. I say it again. Blaming the man, not going to change your situation. Blaming father, mother, pastor, sister, brother, co-worker, that's not going to change your situation. Nothing's going to change until you begin to take personal responsibility for your ability. What was my role in the situation? Boy, this is good. And, and I know this is hard because we're so used to not taking the blame. It's because it's so easy to say it's your fault. 
But in Ezekiel, here we see, uh, although Ezekiel was a priest, uh, he was also a Jewish uh, street preacher throughout Babylon for about 22 plus years or 22 years. And he went about telling the people of God about God's judgment and his salvation. And he was calling them to repent and to obey God. And just let me say this, under the old covenant, a lot of times it looks like, you know, God was this mean God. And of course, God is compassionate. He's loving. He's not mean. But what people fail to realize that people, things would come or, or hit people as a result of their disobedience and disregard and being in their stiff nakedness. But see, we don't look at, oh, I disregarded God. I did totally opposite of what he said to do. Prime example. You have some hot water boiling on the stove. You tell little Johnny, listen, don't put your hand in water. Don't go near the stove. Okay? So little Johnny, being an individual of his own free will, goes sticks his hand in the hot boiling water and receives a third degree burn. Did mama do it? No. But mama gets the blame. No. Little Johnny took it upon himself. Maybe he was curious. <laughs> or for whatever reason, and it's the same thing in life. We do things, and, and we've done got the instruction. We know what to do, but when we don't do it and things don't go wrong because I'm afraid to take personal responsibility, it had to be his fault. Well, he shouldn't have cut the stove on. Had not he cut it on, I wouldn't have been tempted to do it. If she wouldn't have paid a water bill, we wouldn't have had any water. Therefore, she couldn't put water in a pot. And come. But, but let's, I, I need to read this real quick. Ready? Let's read. Do you think I enjoy seeing even people die? Do you see this? Right? I'm giving you some nuggets and, uh, leading up to when we deal with that uh, subject on evil, evil people. Let me take this. Let me give you another. E evil comes from within, not from without. Ask the sovereign Lord. The Lord don't even want to see evil people die. Nor, uh, let's read this out loud. No, I would rather see them what? Repent and live. But if a righteous person stops doing good and starts doing all the evil, see, see, who starts doing the righteous person? Do you see this? Discusses things that evil people do. Who, who where's the evil? It, the evil comes within people. He will go on what? Living. No. Will he go on living? No. None of the good he did will what? Be remembered. He would do what? Die because of his. Keep going. But you say. Now, the, the people now. But you say, what, what, what the Lord do isn't right. What the Lord does isn't right. Do y'all see this? Listen to me, you Israelites. Do you think my way of doing things isn't right? It is your way. See, oftentimes when things don't go like they should, we immediately blame God. No, he's, you think it's me? What did I have to do with you getting into a bar fight? If you're running off at the mouth, inciting a fight... Expect a fight. But when the fight comes, please don't say, why would God allow me to receive a black eye? God didn't do it. The man who popped you upside. The Are you here? 
when a righteous person stops doing what is good and starts doing what is evil, then he dies. He dies because of the evil he has done. Keep going. This is what I'm going to show you. When someone evil stops sinning and does what is right, it does what is right and good, he saves his life. He realized that what he's doing and stops, and stops sinning. So he will certainly not die but go on living. Verse 29, and you Israelites say what the Lord does isn't right. You think my way isn't right, do you? It is your way. So one of the things we have to do when it comes to blaming God, when you ask yourself, when we're talking about blaming God, first ask yourself, am I doing what is right? Before you, before you even go to God, do your due diligence. Make sure that I've done a survey of my actions. That way I will have a leg to stand on. Are you here? Let me show you something. Matter of fact, write this down. Three vital questions you need to ask yourself before blaming God. Three things you need to ask yourself before blaming God. Number one, did I acknowledge God first? Go to Proverbs 3, 5. Did I acknowledge him first? What's number one? So before you blame God, what, what are some things I need to ask myself? Did I do what? Did I do what? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Again, particularly where the will of God is not known, seek his will. I don't have an answer. I don't have instruction. Get his wisdom on the matter. In all of your ways, acknowledge him. And, of course, we, you know what happened uh, when he directs your path. He's going to remove all obstacles that will prevent you from becoming successful. So, number one, you need to ask yourself, did I... Acknowledge him first. Right here, we see that in all it with not only should I trust him with all of my heart or full time, trust him full time, but I'm not supposed to lean on my own understanding. Do y'all see this? In all of your ways, do what? So, number one, did I acknowledge God first? Second question, did I run my plans by God? Did I run my plans by him? Proverbs 16, 1 through 3, Amplified Version. I really need you guys, man, for like an hour and a half. But I know y'all got things to do today. But those who love getting the wisdom and instruction, if, if you want to stay, I'll stay and give it to you. Now, everybody else who want to go eat, go to the buffet and all that kind of stuff and go get them The plans, let's read this out loud. The plans of the mind. Can I say something? Just Can I be real with you? God is predestined a good life for you guys. No, no, for, for real, for real. You mad at your friends. Man, we really got to start looking at ourselves. Stop shifting the blame. Again, nothing's going to change until you take personal responsibility for your role. And we're mad and people are disgruntled. People are frustrated. People are just, just going through life topsy-turvy and they're blaming God. And why would your children want to serve God who's evil, who's bad, who's mad, who, who, who's the reason why we're suffering? It, why would I want to serve a God like that? 
Well, why would you say that? Because people voice stuff like that out loud. Why would God let us go through this? No, you've never even consulted God. Are you here? The plans of the mind are what? Belongs to man. But from the Lord comes what? The wise answer. So, 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 okay, this, you know, this thing that I have in my spirit, how do I know if it's really God? I run it by him. Do you see this? The wise answer is of the tongue. But, but, excuse me, but from the Lord, the wise answer is what? Of the tongue. All the ways of man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits, the thoughts, and intents of the heart. In other words, the Lord's going to let you know whether you in the natural or this is really of him. He's going to let you know you're on the right road or you know what? You need to pause, take a break. Let's chill. Roll your works upon the Lord. Commit and trust them what? Holy to him. That word, again, that trust, full-time trust, not that part-time. He will cause your thoughts to become. Do you see this? In other words, if I'm off kilter, the Lord's going to. Fix that thing by your thoughts can get in line with this purpose and plan for your life. Then what's going to happen? So say your plans be established and succeed. So a lot of people aren't succeeding because their plans are off kilter. Why are they off kilter? Because I haven't got proper instruction from the one who has already went before me to make sure that I have a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29 and 11. But you know what's, what most oftentimes we mess up? We feel like since I got the information, since I, I went to school, I did this, I did that. Well, I know. Yeah, but to make sure that with all of my intellect, all of my prowess that I weigh up before the king of kings and lords of lords, especially if I'm a Christian, man. Why? Because I want to make sure. Li- listen, God has never been wrong. If they should ever come that he is wrong, he'll be right because he can't be wrong. Okay, so y'all missed that. Are y'all here? So what's, what's number two? What should I ask myself? Did I run my plans by him? We just seen right here, Brother Moore, that if I want these plans to succeed, let me run them by Father God. Next thing you should ask, your, next vital question if, if you just ask yourself these three questions, when you're at that place and you don't know what the will of God is, this, this will preserve you right here. Number one, did I acknowledge God? Number two, did I run my plans by him? Number three, did I wait for him to answer me? Wow. Just like when, when, when Habakkuk was upset at how things were going. And he, you know, you, you know how you do when things don't go. You start calling yourself fussing at God. Oh, well, man, 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 it's this woman you gave me, and then man, the man on the job beating down the bag, and everybody. Well, I understood. I'm testified that you blessed me with this car, and I hear the man come getting in and breaking down on me every time I look up. And, <laughs> Lord, you don't bless me with this big house. Lord, but ain't one thing is another. Lord, and I'm a Christian. I'm a little dog. I've been saved for 25 years. I ain't never back clean. I ain't never did nothing wrong with it. Man, sit yourself down. 
See, 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 now you're trying to say he's going to bless you because you're good. He's not doing that because you're good. He's manifest because he's good. All you got to do is believe. He, see, see, that's what's wrong. Oh, here go another. Here, you've been trying to walk. Well, I can't help but to walk straight in these jeans. But you've been trying to walk straight and, and walk straight now. But, but you think that, that, that your blessings manifest because you walk straight. And then there's a little man behind you that just got faith. He ain't all that perfect. And reigning in blessings because he understands that his righteousness is based upon what Jesus did. And not him trying to be good and cross every I, dot every T. Now, do your best to try it, but I'm saying that ain't what's going to manifest the blessing. And I said that to say, Lord, I'm doing blah, 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 blah. And it seemed like the old heathen man getting right. Look at the heathen. He, heathen ain't got no problems. Here I am saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled. <laughs> but the Lord, it, it, but, but you know what happened with Habakkuk? The Lord answered him so I'm saying when you go before God wait until you get an answer if this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God please visit shekinahgloryfc.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.